0: Learn more at marines.com. Welcome to the Dale Lolly Show here on the DK Pittsburgh Sports Podcasting Network. I am your host, Dale Lolly, and the Steelers wrapped up day three of their training camp practices. Uh, Today, uh, we'll have another practice on Friday, then be off Sunday before coming back Monday for what will be the first practice in pads. Um, It should be an exciting uh, time. I know the players are very jazzed up about this. They're getting tired of hitting each other, I think, already, which is kind of surprising. But I also think that part of that is because I think offensive line coach Pat Meyer is trying to establish – a mentality with that offensive line unit, and I had a chance to talk to Pat today, and he was speaking about you know how he was, um, how much they hey do, do you want to run the ball better this year? Obviously they do, and he says it's t- it's a tough lead to get clean runs in all the time. To be honest, I'm not too concerned with what went on last year. It's a new year; we've got new schemes, new techniques that we're going to do. We're going we're we have to establish the run, and we're going to establish the run, especially with the back like that, referring to Najee Harris. That's been a big, big focal point for myself in that line. Um, but I also think another focal point is just being being more physical, getting off the ball, dry, you know, not accepting the blow, but delivering the blows. And they're not in pads yet, so it's tough to to, to look at that, and we won't know that. Uh, you know, until we see more of this physicality uh, when they start getting the pads on on Monday. But these guys have a little bit of a chip on their shoulder. They've heard what you and I and everybody else have said about their offensive line play in 2021, that it wasn't good enough, that they were getting beat up. And these guys are taking it to heart. So I think that's interesting that, that uh, you know, they're going to, that, that there have been a couple of, Minor scrimmages, skirmishes, I should say, um, in camp this year. And it's been offensive linemen kind of pushing the envelope a little bit, playing with a little bit more of an edge. So I think that's something to keep an eye on here as the Steelers get into, uh, you know, more of these padded practices. And then the preseason. You know, and Meyer said, hey, that's all good. You know, we want to see you guys finish. You can know, see these guys finish a play. And he was said, well, you know, sometimes you get guys that finish even after the play. And he's like, "Hey, as long as the, the yellow flags don't fly, I'm good with it." He wants guys finishing. And that's why, you know, I, I think that this uh, offensive line—I mean, it's a young offensive line. Mason Cole's 26; everybody else is younger than that. These are guys that, that that are going to get better. And I think if you play with that mentality—that you're going to deliver the blow and not accept it—I think you could be much better. Unit. And, you know, the Steelers want to, they want to develop that physicality. They want to run the football better, not necessarily more. I know a lot of people are looking at that as more. They want to run it better. You know, Najee Harris averaged four yards a carry last year. If he's up around four, 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 five per carry this year, that's a big difference. And you don't need to carry them the ball as much. You know, people say, well, how can they not, how can they lessen the load on Najee? I don't know that you necessarily lessen the load, but if you run the ball better, that goes a bit a long way towards fixing some of the ills. And and I also say this, you know, some of the some of the uh, workload on Harris is taken off of him by quarterback runs that are designed and not designed, and some of the stuff that they're going to do with the wide receivers and, and running backs um, running out of the slot or running jet sweep motions or end-to-rounds and things of that nature. We've seen quite a bit of that at this training camp. They've they've had some two-back sets again, as they did last year, with one of the backs being in this in the slot. Typically, you know, you're looking at Anthony McFarland or someone like that in the slot, and he goes screaming across the the uh, formation. And you can either hand him the ball or just let him go as a quarterback. Um, there's a lot to be gained from those kind of things. So the Steelers are using all of that stuff. It's going to be a much different offense than what you saw in 2021. But I also think it's going to be a much different offensive line. I think these guys are young, they're hungry, and they got a little embarrassed last year. They get professional pride. They've got that athletic arrogance that I talk about, where you just think, hey, I'm I'm eight foot tall and bulletproof. And I can't be that, you know, I can't be bad because I'm just too good to be bad. So that's going to be something that's interesting to watch. Somebody else who's been too good to be bad. I'll talk about him when I come back. But uh, you're listening to The Dale Lally Show here on the DK Pittsburgh Sports Podcasting Network. I am your host, Dale Lally. We'll be back with more right after this. I'm Dale Lally. You're listening to The Dale Lally Show here on the DK Pittsburgh Sports Podcasting Network. And if there's been an early star of training camp for the Pittsburgh Steelers, it's been second-round draft pick George Pickens. Pickens seemingly goes and makes just an amazing play every day and sometimes multiple amazing plays. This kid can catch the football he can run and he can jump and do all the things that you want a receiver to do. And so that begs the question, where does he fit into the scheme here? Well, right now, with Deontay Johnson staging his hold in, and Friday Chase Claypool banged up his shoulder a little bit, right now he's kind of the de facto number one receiver on this team. And I know Anthony Miller has looked good as well, as has uh, some of the other guys, certainly Calvin Austin. But there are, you know, people wonder where the targets are going to come from with this team. Because if you look at what the how the targets were split up last year, um, it was 169 for Deontay Johnson, over 10 per game. He played 16 games. So he averaged just over 11 targets or 10 targets per game. I don't think that's going away, folks. You throw to the open guy and Deontay Johnson gets open. That's uh, Chase Claypool got 105 targets last year. I don't know that that necessarily changes either. I think you'd see something similar to that for Chase Claypool. Najee Harris had 94 targets, but then you look after that, it was Pat Friermuth with 79. Ray, Ray McLeod was 66. James Washington with 44. So you're already at 110 targets right there. Another 18 for Eric Ebron, sure. 128 targets. You add in uh, you know, some of the other guys, Juju Schuster had 28. So there's a probably about 150 targets to go around when it's all said and done for somebody else. And right now that somebody else has to be George Pickens. He is demanding the football. He's taking the ball away from defensive backs. He has been largely uncoverable in this training camp. And I know it's Steelers on Steelers but this kid looks like the real deal. Remember, 2 years ago, going into the, you know, after the NFL draft in 2020, in those way too early draft previews, he was a first round draft pick. He was the number 1 receiver in that rookie draft class, in that draft group of guys who might be coming out. That's how highly he was thought of. And I think he can he can really be a big part of this offense. Um, you know, if he can stay healthy and the, the thing that, that that I've been shocked and surprised about, not maybe not shocked is the right word, but just surprised is his ability after the catch. He moves like a much smaller wide receiver, juking in and out and, and, and you know, making guys miss and doing those kind of things to get down the field. He's an impressive guy. And I know they haven't put the pads on yet. I'm not going to overblow this. I know a lot of people are with with some of the stuff that Calvin Austin has done. He, he yes, he looks fast. But let's also remember that the defense isn't tackling anybody. They're not going real hard here in these situations either because they know they can't tackle the guy to the ground and the receivers are told to run through the end zone on these kind of on catches, take it to the house. So don't get too caught up in that kind of stuff. But I'm telling you right now, I've been doing this a long time. George Pickens is the real deal. And what that means for Deontay Johnson, what that might mean for Chase Claypool, I don't know. I can still see the Steelers re-signing Deontay Johnson. And maybe maybe you don't re-sign Chase Claypool. Maybe, maybe George Pickens is your Chase Claypool replacement. He's that good. He has number one wide receiver potential. So do you pay Deontay Johnson that kind of money? You know, 20-plus million. I don't think you go 20-plus million, but I'd offer between 18 and 20 million and see if he takes it. It's so way more money than he's making now, so maybe he does. He said he wants to stay here. Well, prove it. Show that you want to stay here by taking a lesson mark about it. Because two years from now, the NFL salary cap is going to be $250 million. You can write that in, in, in down right now. It's going to be something in that range. So they're going to have money. I'm not concerned about you know people saying, well, you're overpaying Deontay Johnson. I don't know that you are. Because right now, he's a top 15 to 20 wide receiver in the NFL, but George Pickens has the opportunity to be a really, really good. He has a he has a chance. Chance, and I, I don't want to blow this up too much early, but with that talent level, what he can do, we might be talking about a top 10 wide receiver with him. And it's never too bad. It's never a bad thing to have too many good wide receivers. It just isn't. So, you know, I I think you try to get something done there, see what happens. But man, George Pickens has easily been the early star of training camp here for the Steelers in 2022. That's going to do it for today's show. We appreciate you listening. Of course, you can listen to all of our shows here on the DK Pittsburgh Sports Podcasting Network. We got DK's daily shots. We got stuff on the Pirates, the Penguins. Of course, the Steelers uh, broadcast. And you also get, some Pitt and Penn State as well. There's lots of stuff to uh, to go around on here. Lots of good listens. Go ahead and do that. We always appreciate that. Like us on whatever outlet it is that you are listening on. We like that as well. And I'll be back with you on Monday when the Steelers uh, come back to practice. No, there won't be a show on Saturday. We'll be back on Monday. Maybe kind of preview what it is I'm looking for in that first day in pads. It'll be back on so I'm back. I'm just going to give you a little bit of a hint. We'll do that when we come back. I'll talk to you Monday. Have a good weekend. Bye.